Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. So many of you know that my husband travels a lot for work, so he works about 40% of the time out of state, and that varies by um, by month. Sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more, but then he also works in Orem, so he's gone um, those days the entire day before we wake up to when we go to bed, um, and that's two days a week. So my husband's out of town a lot, and so that means that there's a lot of solo parenting going on, and I... Um, have learned a lot of, about solo parenting over the last five years of having a husband that travels and works out of town. Um, and a lot of you guys have been asking for my tips. And I wanted to give those tips, but I also want to disclaim that, like, I know that I'm not a single parent and I know that I have, like, a lot of support and, I, and I'm and i not, I don't want to take away from any of that. Um, this is, like, tips for solo parenting when your husband's out of town. This is not tips for single parenting. That's a whole different podcast that, that, is not me. Like I totally am not comparing solo parenting to single parenting. And I just want to start with that because I, I, there's definitely a difference. I'm not doing this all the time. I do have to do it a lot. And it is hard because it's back and forth and back and forth. And like him here with support, him not here, me trying to find support, all these things, right? There's a lot going on with it, but it's not the same as being a single parent. And I did just want to start with that. So my husband travels a ton. Sometimes it's two weeks at a time. Sometimes it's one week at a time. Sometimes it's just the weekend. Um, But he travels about 40% of the month, or at least that's what he's supposed to be traveling. Um, And then he also um, works, like I said, out of town. So there's a lot of days in our month where it's just me. And that can be really difficult for a mom running a business and then also like just the KSL family and then just not having like another adult to talk to and all these things, right? There's so many layers of solo parenting that um, we can talk about. When I first got married, I would never, ever, ever even believe that Kylie of 30 is um, managing a home and this huge empire business Um, while her husband's works out of town 40% of the month. There's like, there's absolutely no way I would have signed up for this. I'm I'm telling you, like, I was not very independent. Like, I was independent, but in in those ways, I wasn't. Like, I remember, so my husband went to his friend's wedding. I think he was only gone one night, and it was, like, 11 years ago, maybe 10 years ago. Um, I moved in with my aunt for the night. Like, I was like, I can't be alone at night. Like, I was still, like, felt like a child. Like, I was like, I'm too scared. Like, what if something happens? I need, like... I need somebody here. Like I need another adult. Um, and then he, he went one other time. I think when I had two kids, he went one, one night overnight to a funeral. And again, I was like, nope, can't do it. I think my, someone came, either my sister came over or like went to my aunt's house. I don't even remember, but like I was I did not sign up for this gig. I was not really keen on like being alone. Like I don't, I still like am the person that like turns off the light in the kitchen and then like runs up the stairs. Like I don't really like nighttime. Um, and so I didn't like, yeah, anyways, I didn't sign up for it. I wasn't, I definitely isn't like somebody that was like built for it. Like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, like she can handle that. But like, I definitely couldn't when I first got married. So keep that in mind. If you're feeling at that stage of like, oh my gosh, there's no way. Cause like maybe one day you will have to, and you'll, you'll learn. So fast forward to when I had three kids, my husband got a job um, that required a ton of travel. And he was traveling like half of the month and he was gone for long trips, like 10 days, 14 days, five days, six days, whatever, 
all the time he was gone for different trips. And sometimes they were back to back with like a couple of days in between. So it was just like a lot. And um, in the beginning, like it was really hard because um, I wasn't used to it. And like I felt scared a lot at night and I had like no sleep. My kids were bad sleepers. I had a newborn baby. Like it just felt like really overwhelming. Um, and, and it was, it was a lot. Um, but I have learned a lot over the five years and now I'd say for the most part, it's very smooth. Um, with a little disclaimer that if my kids get the stomach flu, it's really not smooth. (laughs) This last year, my kids have had the stomach flu three times while my husband's been out of town. And they usually don't even get the stomach flu like every year. So this year has been just extremely bad for that. I know you probably have all experienced it in some way. But imagine having like an extreme paranoia to stomach flu. And then also imagine your husband being out of town when it hits. Luckily, two of the times my mom was there for part of it. And that was extremely helpful. We were at her house one time and she was at my house one time. Um, so that definitely saved me for sure, but I did have to deal with a lot of throw up on my own this year and that was really hard. And it, I'll tell you what, like exposure therapy does not work for me. (laughs) I still go into fight or flight. And so it does make the crash after solo parenting a lot harder. Um, cause there is a crash once your husband comes home or your partner or whatever. Um, so, um, let's dive into it. Um, I have some tips that have helped me. Uh, for the most part, keep everything smooth. Now, when there's like emergency situations or a stomach flu or things like that, maybe these tips won't work. But for the most part, these tips work. work and for the most part, we do pretty well when Luke's out of town and we, we do have to do it a lot. Um, so the first tip is start and end your day with routine with your household tasks. So um, what does that mean? So it means when I wake up in the morning, I go through and like just do a pickup of like everyone's rooms while we're getting ready for school. I make everyone's beds or help them make their beds. I put all the dirty clothes that they threw on the floor from the night before into the laundry room and start a load and rotate. Um, I fold like a load of laundry while I'm sitting there while they're getting dressed. I um, go downstairs and unload the dishwasher and clear off the counters. Um, I just like kind of start my day by picking up my house from the night before. And then I also end my day putting my house to bed, cleaning, wiping down the counters, um, starting the dishwasher, rotating the, the, the load again and folding and putting away a load of laundry. Um, like just all the, all the things that you would think of, like I go to bed and wake up with a clean house and this is important. And the reason why it's important is because you're the only person doing this now. So before, like my husband and I share a lot of the household tasks. He's very clean. Um, we've always kind of split jobs. Like lately, I think now that he works, um, out of town a couple days a week, it's, it's more fallen, fallen on me. And so I've just kind of used this routine of when he's gone all the time. But before, like, like we'd just share completely everything. Um, and so it was really hard when he'd go out of town, the dishes would pile up, the laundry would pile up, then the house would start getting messy. And then I would start getting super overwhelmed because not only do I have everything that I have to do in a day, now I'm doing all of like his household chores too, and all the running around too, and all the emotional stuff too. And so it was like, it was really hard on my mental health because while I was doing everything, my house was like getting destroyed. And that was not doing good things to my mental health. Um, in some ways when he traveled, it was easier to stay on top of everything 
because I knew I didn't have anyone else to rely on. And so I was more on it, on my A game with all of the things I needed to do because I knew that if I skipped a day of dishes or I skipped a day of laundry, that would fall on me the next day and then the next day and then it would get worse and worse and pile up, if that makes sense. So it's really important to start and end your day with like a household routine. Put your house to bed and clean up your house after your kids get off to school, before you start your work, before you start your workouts, before you do anything else, like keep your house like in order. It makes everything easier. It really, that's why it's my number one tip. It's like the thing that saves me. Number two is give yourself grace. Like know that even though maybe somebody has it harder, maybe your husband's only going out of town one time for one night, um, or, or maybe he's only gone one week a year. And you're like, well, Kylie's husband's gone 40% of the month. Like, this should be easy for me. Or um, I have friends that are single moms. I shouldn't complain about this. Like, no, don't do the, like, I shouldn't do this or, or this person has it worse than me stuff. Because hard is hard. And even if he's gone one night of the year, that's still hard. So give yourself grace and know that, like, you have a lot. You're doing all of your regular things that are already hard. And then you're adding on all the things that he helps you with. Even if it's just emotional support or having an adult to talk to or um, like not feeling lonely or like the one house, maybe he does the dishes every night and now you have to do the dishes too. It's like, it's just like the thing that tips the iceberg. So give yourself break, grace. Number three is self-care is so important. So what are the things that you need to do to be your best self and to be your best mom? That could be working out, that could be like having meditation, that could be having a bath every night, that could be um, having lunch with friends, like whatever it is, you still need to do those things. If not, it's now more important than ever, even when your husband's gone. So even if that means waking up earlier or putting your beds, your kids to bed earlier or um, trading with a friend or putting your kids on a movie while you do some self-care, these things are so, so important to keeping your head on straight. And definitely don't skip them just because you feel like you don't have time because you're soul parenting. Those are the things that are going to help you get through the week. I still watch TV when my husband's gone. I still read books. I still sauna. I still take baths. I still do all these things. And I have even when I had like babies and toddlers, like I know my kids are bigger now. And it's easier now. But even in the beginning, I did because I know if I didn't, I would lose my mind. And it doesn't help my husband either when I lose my mind because then he comes home and I'm just a basket case because... I didn't take care of myself all week. I didn't give myself grace all week. I didn't take care of the house all week. And then it's just a disaster, right? So by taking care of the house and myself, it makes everything smoother for my kids, for uh, my husband, for everyone. Um, Number four is plan your calendar ahead of time. So it's really important to look at your week, the weeks that your husband's gone um, or if there's husbands listening to this and the wife is troubles, weeks when your wife is gone, I guess I should mention that, but I'm gonna say husbands and you can fill in, fill in the blank with um, what makes sense for you. But the plan your calendar ahead of time. So for me, I look at my calendar and I'm like, okay, usually this night we're both doing the running around. So I need to figure out like who can help me drive a kid somewhere or where can I carpool or do I need a babysitter? Are there any events that I need to Um, like hire someone to come over and watch my kids so that I can do something. So it's really good to plan your babysitters and to plan like your carpools before your husband even leaves. So you kind of know what to expect. I also try to put less on that week. So I really time block my schedule and make my availability way, way less. Like I'm only available when all three kids are in school. 
And that's been tricky because there's been times when my kids have been sick or there's been a late start or there's been something else. Um, And it's like, shoot, now that time that I thought I had no babysitter, I'm going to have to figure out. So the let, like I try to put more on the weeks my husband's home and less on the weeks that he's gone because it it can be really tricky to navigate that. Um, That's not always possible, but when it is, I would definitely recommend like don't put all your appointments stacking in the week he's gone. Like that will make you go crazy. Um, number five is plan fun things to make the time pass faster. So when my husband's gone, we actually do more fun things and I feel bad for him because, well, actually I don't because I don't think he would care or want to come anyways, but, um, we do more swimming at the gym. We do more activities outside. I've gone camping without him. I've gone skiing without him. I've gone, um, let's see, on hikes, I've gone to Bear Lake without him. Like we've done, we do things because it makes the time go faster. If we were just sitting around doing nothing, waiting for him to come back and waiting to have fun um, for him, then it, it seriously is so much worse. Like I've done that before. And in the winter, I do that a lot because we're, I'm trying not to let my kids get sick. So we stay in a lot and that's much worse. It's so much easier when we're planning things with friends or we're going camping or we're going um, on little staycations. I've driven my kids all the way to Washington by myself, like on a whim um, while my husband's out of town. Like, oh, we're bored. Let's go to Washington. Like, I don't wait for my husband to have fun because if he's gone that much, like that means half the month we're not having fun if we're just waiting around for him. So I think this is maybe one of the most important ones is still have fun and plan things. You can do it without your husband. You don't need your husband there. You can do it. Like if you can take them to school on time and take them to their appointments and care for them and, and keep the house clean and what all that stuff. You can also do that camping. You can also do that. I barely, you can also do that on a road trip. Like I've stayed in hotels alone with them. I've flown alone with them. I've driven 15 hours alone with them. I've, um, camped in a tent several times alone with them. I've done all of these different things and we have so much fun and so many good memories, even when dad's gone. And I think that's really important for us to stay, stay sane and to also help pass the time. Um, and then lastly, and also a very important one is have clear communication on what you need as support from your partner. Um, I think it's really important to communicate because um, it is a huge mental load that you're taking on. And I know that my husband isn't like most of the time, like going and having fun on his trips. Like he's overstimulated too. He's like working lot and he comes back tired and burnout. But when he comes back, like I definitely like expect like a recovery day. And I know he also needs a recovery day. So maybe that recovery day is them all watching movies together or whatever. But like, I definitely expect, um, like for me, I need that like hangover day of like, okay, I've exerted all the energy that I have this whole week. And now I need a day to like lay in bed and binge a show. Like, And almost every time when he comes back, I get that day. Um, And it's really important for me to have that before I have to go back into like all the things that I do. Because I'm not just doing like all the household stuff and all the kids stuff. Like I'm also working full time. And so it's a lot. And so it's really, really important to communicate what it is that you need as support. And that support looks different. Some people, I'm a nine, I'm an Enneagram nine. So for me, laying in bed with nothing to do with like, like bring me meals, like bring me like water and let me stay in my bed all day. That is what I need. But then there's some people that like, okay, I need 
a break out of the house with my girlfriends all day. Or I need our family to all go together and do this fun thing as quality time. Like it just totally depends on your personality and like your energy type and, and your Enneagram, all these things. But just know what it is that you need and ask for it because you definitely need to get support. It's a big, big job. So that's kind of a fun, like personal one almost um, to talk about tips for solo parenting. Um, If you guys have any more suggestions of like things that you observe about me and my family and you want to know more about, please ask. It was fun to kind of talk about this because it's totally not related to like business necessarily. Um, But it's fun to kind of figure out what it is that we do to make that go smoothly. And it definitely helps um, me reflect on the things I used to do and the things that have improved and all the things. So thanks for the suggestion. Hope these suggestions have helped you as well. And um, we can all get through this. It, It is not for the faint of heart, but we can all do it. I promise you that. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.